Welcome to the Vans Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield. Thank you so much for tuning back in. This is part four of our series, The Secrets of Healing. Now, I would like to encourage all of you to make a donation. You can go to our website, www.pastorvancemansfield.com. Please make a donation, whatever you can give. If you would like to make a reoccurring donation, we've been asking everyone to make whatever God lays on your heart to give. Obviously, the more, the greater we can work. But if everyone that would that listens and follows this ministry could give $5 a month, we'd probably never ask for money again. We would have enough money to do everything that we need to do and to function at the level that we are looking to function and have all the bills paid at the same time. So please make a donation. Whatever God lays on your heart to give, we are brought to you only by your own donations. We're a lot like NPR and PBS. Without your support, we go off the air. So, whatever God laid on your heart, please make a donation. We're going to continue our series on the secrets of healing. Last time we talked about being led by God's character, the light, life, and love of God. Now, you've got to understand that God is light. In him is no darkness at all. Sickness is darkness. Sickness is of the darkness. It comes from darkness. It is darkness. Okay. Certain sicknesses do not produce uh, life. They produce the opposite. So it's obvious that those sicknesses would not be an actuality of God. When you're dealing with people that are sick... You've got to operate in love. Remember, we are a many-membered body, and you are dealing with your own body, which is actually, actually not your own body. It's the body of Christ, but you are part of that body, and you've got to treat it as though it was your body. And I have seen a lot of things from people that have tried to produce healings and maybe they did produce healings. I'm not saying they didn't, but I've seen a lot of shenanigans with it. So be responsible. Okay. Don't take an 80 year old lady and drop kick her off the platform. You know, if somebody, and I, I'll be honest with you, if I was on the platform and I needed healed and some, some big burly guy drew his fist back to cold cock me in the mouth, I probably would not get my healing and he would probably need a healing as well. Okay. So be responsible. Don't, don't bring reproach on the work of God. Don't, don't be an idiot. Don't be stupid. Be responsible. Okay. You're, you're dealing with people. You're not ultimately those sicknesses are in people. So you are dealing with people. Even the spirits were people at one time. 
I told you that before. So be responsible. And there's a lot of people that I have noticed when they pray for someone, they sit there and they wait for a jerk or a twitch or a shiver or tears or something to happen to signify that God is healing someone. That is really, in my opinion, that is the biggest form of unbelief I have ever seen come forth out of the leadership of a church. Don't don't sit there and wait for that healing. Don't sit there on the edge of your seat. If you're trying if you're the one praying for the person, don't sit there on the edge of your seat waiting on them to you know whatever the case is to jerk or have a bolt of lightning or twit. You, you don't need those feelings. It's unbelief. That's all it is. You're looking for a sign. You don't need that. All you need is faith in God. That's all you need. And if you speak and believe that what you speak will come to pass, then you will have whatsoever you say. It is literally that simple. Now, You've got to, and I'm going to reiterate this, because I think that this is one of the most important points about healing. You have got to understand God is in you. God is not up there. He may be up there, but he is not. That's not what you have to worry about. God is in you. And he is for you. And he is working through you. Out of your belly shall flow a river of living water. The very same water that Jesus said, if you drink of this water, you will never thirst again. And the Samaritan woman at at Jacob's well looked at her, or looked at him and said, the well is deep and we have nothing I have nothing to draw with or you have nothing to draw with. From where are you going to get this water that you speak of for that I'll never be thirsty again? And then he began to tell her things about her life and then that's when she's like, "Oh, wait a minute. I think I finally get it. You're the Messiah that was supposed to come. You are actually the water." See, it's the word Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. And they flow right out of the throne of God. See, this was all depicted in Revelation chapter 22. It's just Babylon caused you to believe it's off in the future. That's what I'm saying. You've got to change your thinking. You've got to get off of that futuristic nonsense. That's why so many people are in the church are sick and dying right now because everything's in the future. They can't have it now. Well, when you get to the place where you understand that it's it's not in the future, it's all right now that you are the kingdom has come, the kingdom is in you, and you have all right, full right to the kingdom. You're a member of the kingdom, you dwell in the kingdom, the kingdom dwells in you, you operate in that authority. 
You have been made a king. All right. Now we've established that. So God is in you. That is the number one thing I think that people don't really get a hold of. I think uh, just from the people that I have dealt with throughout the years, you know, they, oh yeah, I've got the Holy Ghost. Oh, I know God's in me, but no, there's no but. Stop. Get rid of the buts. There is no but. God is in you. God is for you. God is working through you and out of your belly is flowing a river of healing water. This isn't something that I can sell you. This is something that is coming out of you. It's flowing from me into you. If you receive it, you will have it. All, how do you receive it? You study, you meditate, you pray. There's a lot of people that are like, well, I, I believe some of that, but not all of that. Well, yeah, that's again why you're... All right. Now, before I get too wrapped up in that, I'm going to get you into another key that we could go on. We may actually continue this as as it goes on. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm going to give you another key, and I'm going to give you another scripture. Because I know some of you are like, you've, you've been through two broadcasts and haven't read a scripture. Get over yourself. Anytime. Smile back at me. Listen, when you realize that God is in you and you're one with him, then you start to realize that you're the body of Christ. Christ was the word made flesh. I'm part of that word made flesh. Yeah, these are the scriptures that are written in me. Now, anytime the word healing is used in the gospel... And I, I, I believe it's about every, I, th- I believe it's every time, but I'm not going to say absolutely every time, just in case I missed one. All right. When the word healing is used in the gospel, or in the gospels, I should say, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the gospels, when the word healing is used, it was always with Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. Let me give you an example. I think we have a scripture here. We'll have to. Luke chapter 19, verse 11. And as they heard these things, he added, And he spake a parable because he was nigh to Jerusalem and because they had thought that the kingdom should immediately appear. They had thought that the kingdom should immediately appear. Now, I want to pull up another one. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to show you something. If we can get this up fast enough. I'm sorry. I don't uh, really have any help here today. So it's just me and I'm trying to do all of this by myself. So we're going to pull this up 
and it's going to work and you're going to get a revelation out of this verse. I told you that every time that Jesus or every time the word healing was used, Jesus was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Now, I pulled up the wrong verse. That is not actually the verse that I wanted. So I do apologize for that. That is a rookie mistake, and uh, it will probably happen again. This is the verse that I wanted. Luke chapter 9 and verse 11. And the people, when they knew it, followed him, and he received them and spake unto them of the kingdom of God and healed them that had need of healing. Do you see that? He received them, number one. Well, first thing, number one, the people, when they knew it, they followed him. Okay, so number one, they followed him. He didn't follow them, they followed him. You get that? Number two, he received them. And when he received them, he spake unto them of the kingdom of God. Okay, so there's three things that happened. And when he spake unto them of the kingdom of God, number four, he healed them that needed healing. He healed them that needed healing. What did he do first? He preached to them the gospel of the kingdom of God. This wasn't something that he just decided all of a sudden he was going to do. This is the formula. See, the Bible said that God worked with the apostles or the disciples. God worked with them confirming his word with signs following. That is part of the big problem that happened back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, maybe even late 40s. I wasn't really around back then in the flesh to see a lot of that. So I don't know exactly when it all started that way, but it became a big outward show of healing. No one preached. They spent five minutes preaching. And what they preached really wasn't anything about the kingdom of God. There's a key to this. There's multiple keys to this. See, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever you bind on earth, we're the earth, shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. See, so these are all keys. Now, I'm not telling you it's all cut and dry. It's all limited to this. These are just things that I have found that were effective. One of the main things that I would do in a prayer line, if somebody had a physical ailment, that limited them in some physical way, the first thing I would make them do is move the way they could not move. Now, I told you, don't sit there and wait for a feeling. That's not what I'm talking about. 
if I was dealing with, for instance, a man in a wheelchair who was quadriplegic, he was paralyzed from the neck down. I didn't just say, do you want to be healed? Jesus bless you. Go your way and take up your bed and walk. No, I picked him up out of the wheelchair. Now, did it work the first time? No. No, it did not. But I did not stop. I had to get fed up. That's where I learned part of the fed up. In fact, it didn't work until the third time, and by that time, the whole church was against me. They all wanted me out of there. They wanted me to put him back in his wheelchair and quit trying. But I finally, I got fed up. So after that, I learned to just go in fed up. Then I won't drop them three times. See, so the moral of that story was he jumped up and he got up and ran. It didn't just, he didn't just jump up and run. He dragged a few feet a couple times and then he took off running. But he did ultimately walk out of that building where they wheeled him in a wheelchair in there. See, so I did all that after the preaching. I first preached. I always first preached. And they didn't really like my message because it crossed their grain a little bit. And I knew that. Listen, the Bible said, He who is spiritual discerneth all things, but he can be discerned by no man. You get enough word in you, you can discern a lot of these things. Okay, the word is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Remember, I started to quote you, it's quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, cutting asunder the soul and the spirit and the dividing of the joint and the marrow. And is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. I know when they're against it, but I didn't care. Because I knew what God, what was getting ready to happen. I knew what God was getting ready to do for all of those people. And we started with the quadriplegic. And pulled him out of a wheelchair. So, what did I cause? I said, make them do what they can't do. The guy couldn't walk. I picked him up. Now, I'm not telling you go rip every quadriplegic or paralegic out of every wheelchair. Don't do that. Be led by the Spirit. Okay. Yeah, have some wisdom here. Let's let's use some wisdom. All right. There was a lady whose back was fused. She couldn't bend over. I made her bend over. There was one person. They had knee problems. They couldn't squat down. It was so painful uh, that they couldn't squat down. All of that busted loose. They could squat and they were going up and down and up and down and they were healed. See, I'd make them do the impossible because it's the impossible in their mind that will keep them bound. I pray that this series has been a blessing to you. I'd encourage you to share this with your friends and your family and let it be a blessing to them and an encouragement to them. And those of, that you know who are sick and afflicted, invite them to watch this. Don't just withhold the information uh, for yourself. Share this with everyone that you can share this with because the world needs you to heal it. And it's not going to get healed without you. You are what God uses 
to bring these things to pass. So I encourage every one of you to take what you've learned here in this series. Take notes on it. Write it down. Study it. Find these answers for yourself. Don't take my word for it. But put it to practice. And until the next broadcast, may God continually bless you abundantly. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. We pray it has been a blessing to you all. Do not forget to like us and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to check out our podcast titled Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield on all of your favorite stations. If you are not a partner yet and you would like to join this mighty move of God across the nations, go now to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com to create a special partnership with the work of God's kingdom. And you can write to us making your checks payable to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, P.O. Box 8882, Fort Worth, Texas 76124. And remember, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom.